0: We have come together to celebrate the Nativity of the Lord. Something that we do every year. And here we are again this year. And we come back and come back every year because it's our celebration. It's the celebration of the human being, of the whole of humanity. And we're going to see why. So we come together on this 25th of December and we hear the same story. And we hear Mary and Joseph and the little baby and all these other people there and the same place and the same (coughs) situation because it's important that we are reminded of what is our salvation, of what God has done for all of us and that we are supposed to be doing for other people too. So one of the characters that we hear in the Gospel is uh, the shepherds and we hear about these shepherds. And even here at St. Joe's, I didn't realize what I realized this year. So we have the manger or the nativity scene in the narthex in the back. But during the advent, I don't know who, must be someone in facilities, they begin bringing some of the elements that are going to be in that nativity scene day by day. They put them, uh, and I, they told me that they put the the sheep and the shepherds like in that corner where the family, holy family is, and then I think every day somebody is moving them. Like the, she- the, like the sheep is coming to the nativity scene, the same this way. And then the same with the magi, the three magi, they put them somewhere. I don't know if they are somewhere right now, but from here up to the celebration of the epiphany of the Lord, uh, somebody is going to be moving them. And just looking at those sheep coming, and then in the Arctic they're coming, every day they move a little bit. It's so beautiful. But the shepherds were not that beautiful. They were not that great. The shepherds at that time, they were thieves. They were wild people. They were always living with the sheep day and night. They were dirty. They were not allowed in the temple. They were what Pope Francis called discarded by society. They were ostracized. They were pushed away, like maybe they have leopards. Remember the stories about lepers in the gospel? They were pushed away. They were not people who were liked by the rest of society. And I'm telling you this because it's even our same story. These shepherds, they were misfit for society. They were not perfect, and we are not perfect either. But the good thing is that to those shepherds, to those who were ostracized by society, to those who were rejected and discarded, to those who were not perfect, God told them the news first. Do you realize that? in the gospel, they were the first witnesses of the birth of Jesus Christ. The angels came to tell them that today a savior has been born for you, you ostracized, you rejected by society, today a savior has been born for you. And during his whole life, Jesus went always to be with those who were ostracized by society to those who didn't count, to those who nobody wanted to talk to. He was always there with them. Our families, many times, are formed by people who are misfit, people who are not perfect, people who have so many defects that sometimes we don't want to be part of that family. But that's our humanity. That's who we are. I don't know if you watch Saturday Night Live. And this is a show that sometimes have wonderful stuff. And then they had something on Thanksgiving and the weekend of Black Friday. They had a Macy's commercial. Maybe some of you watched the Macy's commercial. And the Macy's commercial is like a regular Macy's commercial, and here we have clothes for you and pants for this, and and then uh, uh, blouse, how do you call it for the women? blues, blouse, I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay, <laughs> a shirt for women, I don't know. So, and then we have something for your kids, and then they present these beautiful pants and beautiful sweaters for your kids, and and then the kids don't like them and they are itchy and they don't fit and then, and then the, the couple is fighting over all these kind of things, and it's great. And the second one came out this last weekend with SNL. It's, I think it's called Home for the Holidays, and it's with Eddie Murphy. And it's wonderful. It begins, Eddie Murphy, very serious, thanking everybody for being here for our Christmas dinner, and we are very happy that w- you are here. And then the images begin to happen with the couple discussing and, and saying that, why is your sister here again, and she's this and that, and I don't want them to come. But wonderful that you are here, we are so happy. And then Grandpa says, Grandpa says, Oh, I'm here very happy and I will enjoy this Christmas with all of you. I will spend time with you. And then the images show him sleeping the whole time and during Christmas. (laughs) He doesn't pay attention to anything that happens with the kids. And, okay, there are more situations there. But why I'm telling you about this, SNL, because in some way many of us will feel represented like that, like we have very difficult situations, we, do, we have our relatives, our friends, some of our friends, have, some of our relatives, we are not perfect, but at least we can spend some time together, at least we can see the goodness in the other people. Because what, that's what Christmas is about, or that's one of the explanations that God has seen us misfit, weak, with so much sin and vices and defects in our lives, and He decided to have mercy on us, and He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ. And God, who is so powerful and great, became human in a little baby. You see that sign? The little baby. Remember how the Gospel begins. Quirinius was governor of Syria. Caesar Augustus was the emperor. But none of them were really powerful. There was peace at that moment. And the people of Israel were expecting, they were waiting for a messiah. A messiah that would be a great king, a soldier who would come and destroy all the Romans who were occupying Judea and Israel. They were expecting somebody powerful who would come and destroy all their enemies. And Jesus sent them, God sent them a baby, a weak, a vulnerable baby. And there is not much to see in the nativity scene. There is a baby, there are some parents, dad and mom, and some people watching the baby, and some animals. Okay good. We can go to the countryside and see the same, well, probably not a baby, but in the middle of the animals. But the greatest thing is that that baby is God. and the gospel, God is telling us that we cannot just wait for the greatest and the powerful. There are many people today who are still waiting for that powerful God who will come and convert everybody and change them and make them come to church. But that's not how God works. That's not the God of Christianity. That's not this God that we worship. The God that we worship is telling us, pay attention to the small details. Look at the manger, at the nativity scene. In that poverty, in all that poverty, in all those animals, in that little baby, weak, depending on his parents, and a very vulnerable baby, we can see the greatest sign that God has sent us. So pay attention to the details in your own family, with those teenagers who don't want to be with the parents, who feel ashamed sometimes, who don't want to be at the dinner, with those teenagers who are rebel today, with the kids who are always demanding something and with, from the parents, and you cannot pay attention at Mass because maybe they're crying, with your wife or your husband who maybe has a huge defect, a vice, who maybe have an an illness. We need to love them because God loves us even in our weakness. In that vulnerability, in that weakness that we all have in our lives, God continues to give us his mercy. He forgives us. He continues to be with us all the days of our life. Remember that Jesus in the gospel is called the Emmanuel, and Emmanuel means God is with us. So during Christmas, Mm -hmm. the main thing that we can do for other people is to show them that we are present, that they are not alone, that I am with you, and that we're going to face any situation together. That's why the greatest gift that you give as a couple when you get married is the gift of faithfulness, and faithfulness means that I'm gonna be with you until we die. The greatest gift that God has given us is the Emmanuel, the baby Jesus, weak, vulnerable, but he is God, and he is God with us. So go and do the same for other people. Let them know that you are present, that you are receiving God into your life, that you experience the presence of God with yourself every day, and that you want the other person to experience the same, not by telling them the Bible and the gospel and things like that, but by being with them. One day, tell them about Jesus, but be with them, because that's what God is doing with us every Christmas and every day of our life.